Are you ready for the next level of leadership? It's going to be here before you know it. Today's leaders need the skills, connections, and savvy to become top professionals in their fields. Welcome to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. In the next hour, you'll meet people who have become successful at the helm of some of the most respected organizations in the world, and you can become the next big success story. Now, here's your host, Maureen Metcalf. Hi, welcome to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. I'm your host, Maureen Metcalf. I'm the founder and CEO of Metcalf and Associates. I work with leaders and their organizations to identify the trends that will most likely disrupt their business and develop business strategies and business and leadership practices to leverage the trends to create strategic advantage. I'm a regular contributor to Forbes and the lead author on an award-winning book series focusing on innovating how you lead and transforming your organization. I'm an adjunct faculty member in universities in the U.S. and Germany, and I work with clients helping them develop their own leadership capacities and transform their organizations. Today, I'm delighted that our guest is Travis Rosser. He's the co-founder of Kajabi, an online platform for knowledge commerce where customers can market, create, and sell online courses on virtually any topic. Travis has worked in the software space for over 15 years in both marketing and design. In 2009, Travis teamed up with longtime friend Kenny Reeder to create Kajabi, which was based on the idea that everyone is an expert in something. Knowledge and expertise are valuable, and they didn't see that there was a strong platform to meet the goal of sharing and selling this knowledge, so they created one, and that was Kajabi. Since launching the company in 2013, 10, Kajabi has helped customers sell their content online, and to date, their customers have made nearly $500 million in revenue. So they are completely enabling their clients to run businesses more effectively and to start businesses in some cases. So in addition addition to sharing models and expertise, I invite you to find one thing from each weekly segment that you can put into practice in your leadership or your business. So think about this. When was the last time you changed a leadership behavior to respond to the dynamic environment? Are you experimenting with the behaviors that will keep you up to date and ahead of the curve for the changes that are impacting you and your organization? I hope that this show helps you do that. So the outcome for this specific show, many companies are facing serious challenges in developing leaders and updating their leadership skills to keep them current. This deficit is one of the biggest challenges many organizations face, and Kajabi has created an opportunity for organizations to develop their leadership, onboard their employees, expand their knowledge expertise and for people working in the gig economy it provides a platform to create companies so welcome travis thank you this is great i'm, I'm glad to be on here today so give us a little bit more i realize that my description of kajabi is uh, fairly anemic compared to <laughs> your years of experience so give us a little bit more background about what it is and why sure. you and kenny created it Well, uh, Kajabi is an online software platform that really allows anybody to sell knowledge. And this knowledge can be a course, it can be an online master class, it could be a coaching program. And it really all comes down to that Kenny and I saw this opportunity 
that everybody is good at something or they've been through something. And if they can share it with the world, they can really impact someone's life. And the cool thing is they can also build a business. So we have people teaching everything you can think of from how to do yoga to how to make a smoothie to how to fly a helicopter to uh, uh, pregnancy fitness to how to get over depression. I mean, every, every subject you can think of, someone is teaching that on the Internet. And through a system like Kajabi, they can turn it into an online business. So help our listeners understand, because most of them have are, are probably not using Kajabi, and I, I want to say just to be transparent that I am using it. So I don't share things with listeners for the most part that I haven't used personally embedded and trust. So help our listeners understand a little bit about how people are using this in a business context to either um, enable larger companies or to launch businesses as smaller companies. Sure. Well, the way it works is Kajabi allows anybody to upload content and either sell it or give it away or share it with their organization through a password. And there's all kinds of uses. And like you said earlier, over $500 million people have made from selling knowledge online. Now we have, like I said, there's a guy teaching how to fly a helicopter online. And this is a guy who owned his own brick and mortar helicopter business. And then he realized that the training he got when he first learned how to fly a helicopter was not that great. So he took the entire manual, this book they would give you. He read it, he reread it, he started shooting YouTube videos. They started becoming really popular. Then he took those YouTube videos and organized them in such a way that he built an online course. And soon he realized his brick and mortar helicopter business was only costing money, but teaching online was starting to make him money. And and before you knew it, he didn't even own any more helicopters. He just taught online and now people actually loan him helicopters for free just to shoot more videos. So taking your knowledge, packaging it, leveraging the power of the internet and, and how how cheap it is to use the online internet. I mean, to use online hosting is just, it's, it's really powerful. So, And so you say cheap, again, for listeners who have no idea of what cheap is uh, yep. or, or what, you know, your cheap may not be my cheap, right? So um, give folks an idea of the intro package and what that looks like. Sure. Now, I'm coming from the world, like you said, over 15 years experience working in software. And way back in 1999, 1998, when I first started building websites, you had to install a rack of servers. You had to like have a, have a co-locating facility. So you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get started with any kind of online hosting back then. But now, literally, you can get started for like $100 a month is our cheapest plan. It's like 103 a month if you pay annually. And that allows you to upload content. It allows you to have all that video content hosted, mobily encoded, so that it'll run on iPads and iPhones. And then you can share that with your team. You can share that with your customers. Um, there's, a, there's a gentleman, Greg Todd, who is a um, physical therapist. And he is able to, um, he's able to teach his team how to market, how, how to share more information with their clients. And then he, he put that online, and now he actually teaches other physical therapists like how to do the same thing he's doing. So he took that information, and he now has customers and clients all over the world. So it sounds really exciting that he's able to sell that content, I'm assuming, to help 
other physical therapists and also to help his clients so that when they go home, they can do the exercises that he's trying to teach them to do. Is that true? Yeah, that, that was the first way he used it was he was actually showing his um, his actual clients like go home, do these exercises. Then he started using Kajabi to kind of train his team. Then other physical therapists started asking him, wait, how are you doing this? You're, you're doing that with your team and, and your, your clients, your patients. So now he actually sells a, an online course to other physical therapists. So he's making other revenue on top of just his brick and mortar business. He's actually making revenue teaching other physical therapists pretty much all over the world, which is, is pretty amazing. And he's, I'm assuming, leveraging content that he was already creating for his team and his, oh, yeah. his patients. Yeah, he was, and he's, it's funny because I've interviewed him before and he's totally addicted to doing more and more of it because he has so much energy now from the feedback he's getting and the success that he is making new content all the time and trying new things and testing new things. And now he has this huge network of other physical therapists that actually give him more feedback and he just he just keeps growing and growing. He loves it. Okay, so with that example, I want to talk about this idea of creating a platform business because for some people, I think what they hear is, why would I train my competitors? I work in Columbus, Ohio or Louisville, Kentucky or Shanghai. Why do I want to train people around the world to do what I do? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on the business you're in, but I think a lot of times when you can establish yourself as that expert, even training uh, your, your competitors is only going to allow the concept of rising the tide for everybody. And it's only going to make your brand and your business look even more legitimate and, and kind of the reliable go-to source. So, so that, it's that, marketing that's one thing through, that happens all the time. So it's marketing through thought leadership in one way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we live in such a world where you can easily share what you know through Instagram and Facebook and YouTube that within no time an individual or a brand can establish themselves as the expert, as the front runner in their category. And that alone would help you kind of grow as, a, as an organization. And with a reasonable investment. Oh, yeah. Like I said, we're talking just a couple hundred dollars here and there. A lot of stuff can be started with the simplest technology of just webcams and things you have already within your, your company. And then when you're ready, you can make the jump. And like when Kenny and I started this seven years ago, every video we shot, we did it ourselves, first from our iPhones. Then we eventually um, bought like a simple like Canon camera. We shot our own video, edited our own video on our Macs, and now we have a team of like three video people. But that took seven years. That wasn't like right away we spent all that money. We, we just and, did it ourselves. <laughs> hey, and so the course I'm creating, I'm uploading books that have already been published mm-hmm. by chapter, audio interviews like these, and I'll get to the videos, but I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. And for us, we're doing it in conjunction with an in-person class. So the videos in that instance are less important, but it's giving us the opportunity for people to come to a class and then go away and work on something so that they make sustainable change, not just come to a class, find it interesting or boring, whatever they find it, and then go away and forget. Yeah. Um, Making the change stick. Yeah, and I think a lot of times, especially even if you have an online class or you have a live training, you can still record that. And then that person can keep going back to that to that same content, that same knowledge, 
and kind of redigest it again. Because I know in person when you're, you know, when you're on your own laptop, you're taking notes, you're interacting, you're definitely getting a perspective. But like the next day, the next week, you might want to refer back to that experience. And through using online content like this, you can easily access it on your mobile phone, on your iPad, or just right back on your laptop again. And share it with your colleagues. That, that's right. Yep. So you mentioned in our pre-conversation that you also use this for onboarding. Can you give an example of that? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of times when you have a new person join your team, they have to go through the process of learning everything from your culture to how you interact with customers to how they even do their job. And at Kajabi, we actually use Kajabi to train new team members on all that stuff. They, they're going to go through the process as if they were a new customer of ours and they're going to learn about about the system and how you use Kajabi. They're going to learn about our, our, our culture. They're going to learn about our core values. And that's all through just video content. And then the way we built Kajabi, it's, a, it's an entire online platform that actually tracks, you know, has this person finished this? Have they completed all the videos? And instead of them just saying, yes, I've read the handbook. Yes, I sat through that course. We can actually see, no, they actually did watch all 10 videos. And then we, we our culture is a very unique place. So we can tell also. If someone's gone through that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I'm I am exploring using it for a certification program, and so the idea that we could tell if people have done the work to get certified seems really important. Yeah. Exactly. And for companies who do, I'm thinking of an engineering company that does safety training. You want to make sure people don't just turn the thing on go play golf yeah. and come back later. Yeah, same thing with the, the, the gentleman that has the helicopter school. I mean, you've got to actually learn that information. You can't just like set it and forget it. You've got to go through it and absorb it and really understand that knowledge. So how, how from say I'm a company owner and I want to do, or I'll use a client of mine, that engineering company, and they have requirements in reporting that they have to say all of their employees have been through safety training. How would that work? Walk me through the example. Yeah, I mean, the way we've set it up, it's more about, you know, someone who's managing the site can go in there and see if someone watched it. Um, We do not try to tie to anything that would have any legal binding, like this person saw it for sure, but you can go in and there's an entire admin dashboard that allows you to see this user's watched this video, this user hasn't watched this video, and you can see the entire project, um, 80% of the people didn't finish the videos. You can just get stats kind of behind the scenes of how much engagement you've gotten on your content. And so if there is a significant need, so again, um, culture sexual harassment, safety, some of the things that the companies really want their employees all to, to participate in, this is a really strong platform to share information. Yeah, definitely. It's a simple way for them to get, them, get it out there, allow it to be a private experience, and you can track whether or not they've, they've gone through that content. And, and I'll say, just again, given the experience I have, I can modify it on the fly. Right. So if I get feedback that says I don't like that audio interview, I can drop it out and immediately it shows up on everyone's platform. Yep. And and it's literally, yeah, you can you can identify um, that, that some content isn't working because nobody finishes watching this and you can easily just upload that 
right there um, from any computer, any any iPhone. Anybody that has the admin access can go in there and change that. It's pretty simple, easy to use. So when we come back, let's talk about how the idea of the, the gig economy and people who are using Kajabi as the platform for running a business versus what we've been talking about a little bit is if I run a company, how I use it within to support my ongoing business. So we will be right back. This is Maureen Metcalf and Travis Rosser, Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. And we're talking about the Kajabi platform. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Metcalf & Associates is a management consulting and leadership development firm dedicated to helping leaders, their management teams, and their organizations implement innovative leadership and business practices to help create market differentiation necessary to thrive in this rapidly changing environment. As the author of eight award-winning leadership books, Maureen Metcalf and her associates are positioned to help you and your organization grow and thrive. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Maureen is ready to discuss your needs and tailor a solution to meet your needs through her expertise in keynote speaking, leadership coaching and training, transformational and organizational growth consulting. For your business, we can help with facilitated leadership retreats, organizational planning, culture alignment, individual and organizational assessments, online leadership development programs, and one-on-one or corporate-wide leadership development sessions. Move forward with Metcalf & Associates. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. To reach Maureen Metcalf or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at metcalf-associates.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. You are joining Maureen Metcalf and Travis Rosser. We're talking about Kajabi and the online platform. Travis, we talked before about, we just finished a segment where we were talking significantly about using Kajabi in existing companies. Let's now shift to how, say I want to start a company and share my knowledge, whether I'm continuing to be employed by a firm or whether I want to go off on my own. Help me understand a little bit about how Kajabi helps people identify what they want to focus on and then build the company. And one of the things that we haven't talked yet about is the whole pipeline management piece that I can give away free content and you have created the way I can then build in follow-on messages so I'm not manually doing that. 
Yeah, I mean, this is really our, our, our passion right here. This is, this is why we built Kajabi, was to allow an individual to take what they know and turn it into an online business. Um, in fact, we originally created Kajabi because Kenny and I were longtime friends. We had worked in software for over a decade, and we worked on all kinds of little projects. And then one year in 2009, Kenny had created this kid's car wash, like out of PVC pipe, and sprinkler heads, and you'd build it and connect it to the garden hose, and then the kids could drive their bikes through it and wash their bikes. It was like this fun thing. And back then, Kenny and I were like, we should try to sell this on the internet. We were going to take the pipes, put them in boxes, get a brand, get a website, sell them through e-commerce, and then we thought, wow, that's a lot of work. What if we just, <laughs> what if we just shot videos and sold the videos? And so we started that process back then shot the videos. Kenny and I were both in software, so we knew how to design and code, and it was complicated. It We had to get WordPress and a plug-in and then an e-commerce certificate and authorized.net and SSL and video hosting, and it was crazy. And before you knew it, two tech guys couldn't figure it out. We finally got it up. We made four or 500 bucks. It was exciting. But then we thought, what if we built a system that allowed you to do this? And that was how the idea for Kajabi was born. And so back then, we're like, wow, everybody has something they can share. Everybody has a passion, or they're good at their profession, or they've been through a problem or overcome some pain. What if they took that information and started sharing it? They, they could Not only could they start making a living and making money, but they could change people's lives. Like, I just interviewed a guy here locally in Southern California that was the best at doing certain analysis inside of Excel. And everybody from his company would constantly come to him and go, hey, how do you make this spreadsheet do this and talk to this and talk to that? And he's like, oh, let me show you. So then he starts blogging about it, just makes a simple blog, and he shares all of his new um, his new Excel like scripts and things he had built. Then he starts actually selling, the, and you can actually download his files. Then he finds Kajabi, and he starts shooting videos on, on this, on how to do it yourself. And now he's made, I think he's made over $300,000 teaching Excel. And he's, wow. quit, he's quit his job now. This is all he does. He just had a baby. Him and his wife, they, he stays at home, and now he just works on this. So you could easily take what you know in your normal day job and start sharing it, not only with your team, and you're going to be a great team member. Like, he was the best at what he did. But then he started sharing it for free out on the Internet and started making a name for himself. And then he realized he could actually sell that same information, and he turned it into a brand, and now... This is all he does. <laughs> okay, so so help me understand then. So I I have I teach leadership stuff. Mm-hmm. How do I go from I teach leadership stuff to I'm using the Kajabi platform to market my expertise? Because I think a lot of people go from I know stuff to how do I monetize that? Sure. Well, I think we need to start with how we, how do we use the internet right now? We go to Google and we're like, how do I do this? How do I fix this toilet? How do I create this Pinewood Derby car? How do I, you know, get out mm-hmm. of the sand trap and golf? We do this all the time. And then Google so smartly coughs up a bunch of information for us. We usually end up on YouTube. Let's say we watch a YouTube video on how to hit hit a golf golf ball out of a sand trap. And then mm-hmm. we start seeing individuals that have posted that content usually for free, which is the, you know, the initiative just to share it. And then the concept that Kajabi allows you to do, not only can you go out there and share for free, but you can use the Kajabi system to build what we call a simple landing page 
that might have another series of, of videos and they're free or maybe a downloadable guide. And then using a system like Kajabi, you can easily build these little marketing landing pages. And then Kajabi has a system like you refer to called Pipelines, which allows you to connect and capture an email from a potential customer. So you might have a video that says, download my free guide on 10 ways to fix this problem or to improve your organization. Just enter your email and I'll send it right over to you. And the Kajabi system will build that page for you and collect the email for you. And then it keeps going and gets a little bit more advanced. And you can send follow-up emails and continue to create that relationship with that individual. And then pretty soon, you have a relationship and you can start selling your knowledge to them. And they may even ask you to sell knowledge. Like, like the Excel guy, people eventually said, can you just um, like create a course or show me how to do this through video? And he just, he just provided what they were asking for. So, so it's really sharing what I already know. Yes, that's right. Because and you and your knowledge, I always say this, knowledge is, is the new small business. What you know, what you've been through, the mistakes you've made, what you've overcome. When you get comfortable and transparent enough to share that, you, you, you potentially could have a new business right there in front of you. And so now I want to take it back to leaders again for leaders trying to f- solve problems, going to the Kajabi platform may give me access to all kinds of valuable content that I didn't necessarily have access to before. Yeah, I mean, if you're a leader within an organization, um, something like Kajabi could, could allow you to communicate more effectively to your organization. Maybe it allows you to get new customers for your business. I mean, this happens all the time where we have a brick-and-mortar business that will actually use Kajabi to create more content. Like, we have a coffee vendor who sells a subscription coffee business of this cold brew coffee that he mails to you in, like, this little container. But then he has a series of videos online that teach you about the coffee, and it shows you where the coffee came from. And it allows him to have this digital relationship with that customer, not only just the physical good or service, but an additional kind of outreach. So if they want more information or if they want to go back and watch that again, they can just log back in. And something like Kajabi, you can brand it with your own brand. Nobody even knows that there's a Kajabi system in the background. So let's explore this a little further because we see, it seems like almost every day I log on um, to the browser that feeds me content pre-programmed, I think. Um, <laughs> brick and mortar businesses are are uh, waning, yeah. and platform businesses are expanding. So, how do I translate what worked in as a brick and mortar into a hybrid of platform and brick and mortar? So, our coffee guy will continue to sell coffee, yep. and and he is expanding his reach through Kajabi. Well, think of it this way. If you could sit down next to your customer and spend time with them, what would you say to them? What knowledge would you share with them? What kind of things do you wish you could show them about your product? Even after they buy, maybe before they buy, the things you would show at a trade show, the things you would show if they came to get a demo or actually see the product working. If you could start putting that information online, both through through free or maybe additional value-added services after they buy. I know that there's so much technology that the large enterprises will buy that then need training, consulting, all these additional agreements. But what if a lot of that could be done 
digitally and that content could be all online that as you purchase this big XYZ widget for your enterprise, you then have a series of content, like an entire online university for your brand. I know that for us at Kajabi, we have something called Kajabi University. And it's just a series of video that Kenny and myself, our entire team is shot on how to use Kajabi, how to be successful with Kajabi. Hey, and as a Kajabi user, that has been invaluable to me. Good. That's good right. to hear. Because otherwise I'm calling your help desk every five minutes, which I <laughs> yes. don't want which is good. That That's important to have support. That's something we live by is making sure. Because if you have a good or a service and someone's not successful on the other end, it's pretty hard to stay in business. But when people are successful and they love your product, they almost promote your product more than you do. And that's a powerful thing. And I'm, a, I'm an example of that promoting Kajabi because I have had such a positive experience. Well, that's good to hear. So I, w- I want to reach out to my friends. Actually, I have a, a couple of friends who have recently started a coffee business. And as you talk about this, uh, it, it's uh, it's more than coffee. There, there's an embedded... Oh, yeah. There's an experience. There, there's, there's knowledge we want. I know that if I ever get a chance to go out for a drink with someone or go to dinner with someone, I can evangelize Kajabi like nobody's business. My wife is the same way. She will sit down. She'll talk to you. She'll pull that thing out of you and make you realize you could actually turn that into a business. And then you could finally get out of that cubicle that you hate or that job that is so stressful and and do something you love. I mean, why not? Life is too short. And I'm... I agree. As we think about the gig economy and how many people are leaving traditional businesses yes. to, to start doing something else, and as company owners or executives or leaders, as I'm losing people in many cases, how do I fill that need by going external in the gig economy rather than having people sitting in my building? Well, I think one thing as a business owner, uh, we have very talented people, and I always want them to continue to push and grow as individuals, and I, hopefully that, that, that career span is here, but if they know, need to go out and do something bigger and better than what they do here, I need to do everything I can to provide that opportunity because I don't want someone to work for me that isn't happy. Because when someone isn't happy, what good are they doing to, to your company, to themselves, and to their family. And we live in a world where information is so freely given that why not go out there? Why not go out there and share whatever it is that you love to do? Because I think about my parents. I have two awesome parents. They were both teachers. My mom loved being a kindergarten teacher. My dad was a high school teacher. I don't think he liked it so much. And every day I saw him go to work and do something he didn't like very much. And, and I could never understand why didn't he go find a job that he liked? Or at least find that peace inside that career. It always stuck with me. And I've always thought, I don't want to stay in a job that I feel is killing me inside. I want to be doing something that is making my life and other people's lives better. So let's shift then and and have you talk a little bit about how have you as a leader of a knowledge business created an environment where people do want to work there? Okay. Yeah, that's this is something Kenny and I think about all the time because we work with very smart um, programmers and engineers, and there's so many opportunities for them to work at so many places, and we want to make sure that we have the best here and that they're the happiest. And I think 
the number thing, one thing is starts with this. This is a place that both Kenny and I want to work. We value people's opinions. We value uh, the self-starter, the person that figures it out on their own, the person that it, ta- it takes extreme ownership, meaning if there's a problem, they solve it. If someone else has a problem, they're going to come and help them solve it too. They don't ever say, nope, that's your problem. That's that's for them to figure out. That's for this department to figure out. It's it's almost it's almost like a family. If there was a problem in a family, what would happen? Everybody would rally around and help that person because we are constantly trying to reward and encourage uh, when someone helps someone else, when someone figures out something that wasn't their job. Like right now I have a vice president of product who's in charge of all product that came here when he was 24 as a programmer. He hasn't even finished college and now he's my vice president of product. My vice president of marketing came here as my video guy that just knew how to do video, didn't know that much about marketing. But every single day, every single evening, he, he studied marketing and got better at marketing. And after two years... He is now an incredible marketer, and he's, he's, our, he's our vice president. And that's how we built the company. Kajabi and, uh, Kenny and I had a day job, and then in the evening, we would work on Kajabi. So it's the same thing here. Like You might start a job as whatever, but if you want to be the next thing and be better, then it's your job to get better at it. It's not your boss's job to give you the promotion. You need to earn the promotion and earn that opportunity. And we have just been able to create that that culture here over the years. We've made a lot of mistakes. We've had to fire some people. I think that that's the other hard part is we get rid of toxic relationships right away. We don't we don't allow politics or individuals to stick around if they're, you know, really ruining it for everybody else. So it sounds like you hire very much for, I want to say, personality or or traits yeah. that are associated with being supportive versus the big ego and it's all about me oh for sure culture fit is huge culture fit and the ability to execute the job i don't care about experience i unfortunately don't care if they've gone to college or not that doesn't matter but the ability to execute and a great personality and culture is always going to work you know i have to do the shout out uh you have a person who um onboards new clients i think andy andy that's right and that guy is fabulous. That's so great to hear. He's been here for years, like five years. So I, and, I love hearing that. And, and he, he, at least my experience, now you may have different experiences because as you said, you're like a family. So you've seen the good and bad in people. Yeah. But as a client, he was amazingly helpful and, and willing to walk me through. Yeah, he must spend... 50 or however many hours a week answering the same questions yeah. for people who haven't paid attention the first time. Yep. And and yet it would seem in interacting with him like he is a, a longtime friend who's just there to help me. That is great to hear. We, we love Andy, so that's awesome. Well, and to you as the, the owners and founders, it, it's a significant benefit when clients have such a positive experience. Definitely. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. So on that note of upbeat, let's go to break. Uh, This is Maureen Metcalf and Travis Rosser. And we are kind of bouncing around, but talking about the Kajabi platform and how it enables people to start their own companies, businesses to share leaders to develop so a range of benefits to a platform like this 
for leaders across the spectrum from running large organizations where it helps within your framework to folks who want to go out and learn something just to help build their skills that may not be company sponsored all the way to the end of I want to share my knowledge because I want to make the world a better place. So we'll be back with Travis momentarily. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Metcalf & Associates is a management consulting and leadership development firm dedicated to helping leaders, their management teams, and their organizations implement innovative leadership and business practices to help create market differentiation necessary to thrive in this rapidly changing environment. As the author of eight award-winning leadership books, Maureen Metcalf and her associates are positioned to help you and your organization grow and thrive. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Maureen is ready to discuss your needs and tailor a solution to meet your needs through her expertise in keynote speaking, leadership coaching and training, transformational and organizational growth consulting. For your business, we can help with facilitated leadership retreats, organizational planning, culture alignment, individual and organizational assessments, online leadership development programs, and one-on-one or corporate-wide leadership development sessions. Move forward with Metcalf & Associates. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. To reach Maureen Metcalf or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at metcalf-associates.com. Now, back to this week's program. So welcome back to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. We're talking to Travis Rosser about Kajabi. So what the companies who have been most successful, you referenced sales of $500 million. Mm-hmm. What, what stands out for you for the companies who really excel versus folks who are just having fun sharing something that they care about? Yeah, you know, so often it's an individual that's been able to, to do this, to be able to make millions on their own. I mean, some of our top ones are best-selling authors like Brenda Bouchard, uh, Shalene Johnson, and they've been able to build a personal brand and an online platform through, you know, writing a bestseller and uh, having events, doing coaching, and then selling these high-ticket um, masterclass programs that are typically a series of 10 to 20 videos. Uh, sometimes the cost can be up to $2,000. And they are killing it, and they're making a huge impact on the world. But the amazing thing is I've also interviewed people that have gone from zero to a million dollars in one year. Like there's a stay-at-home mom from Canada. Her name's Leah, and she has – I think she has five kids. She used to do have an online music career um, doing Celtic music. 
She sold her albums online. She sold T-shirts online. I think she even sold like ornamental swords that are relevant to her music. And she was doing really well. And then she realized that she wanted to make an ebook to teach other musicians how to market their business using Facebook. So she thought about doing the ebook. Then she realized maybe I'll do a course. She heard about Kajabi. She put the information on Kajabi. She'd already been building a list of customers through Facebook, through other musicians. And she launches it. And within the first, I don't know, 30, 45 days, she makes $30,000. It's crazy. Great start. Boom. Her husband then quits his job, starts helping her full time. By the time I first met her seven months later, she had made $600,000 teaching online music marketing. But by the time I interviewed her the next year, she had already made over a million dollars. And it's crazy to hear her story of just trying little things, having success, trying some more, having success. And now it's it's hard actually for us to even get a hold of her because she's so busy d- just continuing to grow her business. So what stands out for her? For me as a Kajabi user, it would be delightful to make over a million dollars. Yeah, of course. What is she doing that others of us can learn from? Because I think there are probably a lot of folks who have coaching businesses or consulting businesses. We'd like to get our expand our reach and our impact. And it's always the question, how do you do that? Exactly. And also service your clients. Well, the first one most people already have this is that ability to not give up because she had that. And it comes through that um, thing that Steve Jobs would say, stay hungry and foolish. At first, Leah was very foolish because she didn't know any better to be afraid. And she Mm -hmm. just went for it. But the key factor, the real secret sauce was the fact that she had something that was unique that worked. And I think sometimes people are pitching a product or a service that's great and some people will pay for. But she had a thing that said, I was doing this and I was making this much money with my online music. It's almost like someone who has a weight loss program that says, look at me, I've lost 50 pounds. When you have that, that statement, that testimony, there's a lot of power behind that. So she had a product that people wanted. Number two is she was able to find the people that wanted it by using Facebook. She w- and she was showing them how to market their business on Facebook. So it's kind of the perfect storm. The next thing is she was able to make a product around that. And she did it using Kajabi, which is, which is great. And then she found a way to profit. She found a price point. She found the amount of money that someone is willing to pay. Because a lot of times people have this knowledge or they have something they want to share, but they don't realize people will actually pay you for it, especially if you get in front of the right people. They're going to want you to pay you for it. And that is what I see over and over again is the people that have have all those little components in place and they just go for it. Because I always ask them, you know, what advice would you give someone? And they always say, just go for it. Just give it a try. That's all I did is I tried things. They failed. And then eventually something worked. And I kept focusing on the things that were working. Okay. So, so very much what we talk about innovative leaders as well. I have to be willing to keep experimenting, mm-hmm. controlled experiments, not, not things that will damage my reputation. Yes. Well, and here's something else, too. Don't focus on perfection because then you spend too much time on that one thing and then it doesn't work. It's better to get it to a point, just like you said, don't damage your reputation, but get little minimal things out there and test them. See see if you're getting any response to this. If it works, spend more effort on that. Don't test something new. Focus on that. And it doesn't need to be perfect. I personally struggle with this all the time. Procrastination through perfectionism constantly. 
Oh, it's not ready. It's not perfect. Oh, I'm not, not done. It's not ready. Get it in front of people as soon as you can. Like I have another lady who teaches um, how to do intermittent fasting for people, that, for women that are going through mental pause. She found this because she needed the same thing. She needed to figure out how to do this. Then she first shared the concept with a group of friends through Facebook. That's it for free. She told her friends, I'm doing this thing. Who wants to try this for free with me? They tried it. She got the feedback. Then she was ready to start charging because she knew people would want to do it. And now I think she's made 64000 something like that, since she did it in the past year, which is incredible to take this idea, this problem she had, start sharing it, building a product, and now she's on her way to really building an online business around that subject. So it really can be anything, or almost <laughs> anything. anything legal. Well, yeah, of course. So, anything, yeah, anything that you experience in life. So let's shift now to you as a founder of a company. Mm-hmm. What, what's the biggest mistake in learning? So I did this. I learned from it. So it sounds like you are willing to experiment. Sure. Um, what do you want to share with people who, because for those people starting businesses using Kajabi, we're all kind of new at this. Yeah. Well, not everybody, obviously. Some people are doing it. You know, I would say don't try to do it all yourself. Um, I know I was very lucky to have met Kenny and both Kenny and I have to come together and partner. I have some strengths. He has a lot of strengths too. And together we were able to do this. I think along the way, uh, the things I've learned is to really focus on the things I'm good at. And sometimes I take for granted the things I'm good at and I don't realize that there's a need for it. So I try to be someone else. Like, oh, I own a company. I should be better at managing this and I should be better at this. And then I take the things I'm really good at and I just kind of push them to the side. Almost like they have no value because I'm good at them. It must be hard to do, then it's valuable. And I've realized through a lot of failure and a lot of just stress, because I know that when I'm working on things I'm not good at, that stress tends to accelerate. Like I think we were talking before we started that when we started Kajabi, it was so stressful that I was getting chest pains and I didn't even realize, I thought I was having a heart attack. I went to the ER, the doctor did some tests. He's like, no, you're just having some anxiety attacks and it's getting kind of in your chest area. <laughs> so the more I can hire people that are good at what they're good at and I can really focus on getting better at what I'm good at, then our company has grown. So, so do what you're good at mm-hmm. manage the, and manage the anxiety. Yes. <laughs> Well, and, and you know what, for, for a lot of people, uh, I, I coach executives in large organizations, but also small companies, and it's something we don't talk about publicly, that it, it is, str- everything's stressful, right? Life is yeah. stressful. But the entrepreneur who is trying to make sure that these other families can support themselves when yep. we're wondering where the next revenue is going to come from is really Oh, yeah. The the pressure that you've put yourself on once you've decided to start a company is insane. I remember way back when we were first um, hiring people, someone was going to leave their job at this bank, this great job to come join us. And his wife is going to have a baby soon. And we I don't think we had hardly any customers at that point. And that like stressed us out. And now I think about there's 25 people in, in this company that depend on Kenny and I to continue to grow this 
to make the right decisions, to make sure it keeps going where it needs to. And then over and above that, there's tens of thousands of customers every single day that need this to continue to grow. And one way to take the stress off is to realize we're doing something bigger than what I'm capable of, what Kenny is capable of. We, we almost have this mission that we're on helping people share their knowledge. And there may be some battles we lose someday or some injuries we get, but no, we know ultimately we're going to win this war. And it's important because it's going to change people's worlds. So it sounds like you are very clear about your sense of purpose personally and as a company. Yes, we're getting there. It took us seven years, but yes. It, I think at first we thought we knew one thing, but now we, we see it because our customers show us it every day. And, and we, know we're, we know what it is now. But I think at first we didn't really know. We just kept trying and to figure it out. And now it's, you know, it's hindsight. We can look back at seven years and see, oh, this is the direction we're heading. Now I see it. <laughs> it's kind of like when you see those trading charts af- after the fact. And you're like, why didn't they see that go like this? You have that ability in your own company right now to look back and see what worked and see what didn't work and make decisions based on that. And so I'm thinking of good to great and some of the kind of tried and true ideas, that the, the flywheel that we just keep going. Every day you learn and you take right. the next step forward. and. Some days you look in the mirror and you say, what the heck was I thinking? You know, and that's probably a good, like the, the, the flywheel or the snowball, like the concept of at first, it's not moving very much. And I am a very impatient person. And I think I had that, that struggle, like, why isn't it here? Why aren't we here? Why don't we have this, these team members on our team? And looking back, I wish I would have been a little bit more patient, persistent, but patient. Because now Kajabi can move at a speed that, even two years ago, I did not think we could move this quickly. And it taught me a lot about just having patient, trust the process of, of leading and moving forward one step at a time. And uh, that, that reduces stress, too. <laughs> well, and it sounds like having a good business partner is also a huge sure. gift yeah. for you. There's no doubt that without that, there's no way I would have done this. And I would hope to say that there's no way Kenny would, would have done this too because it's almost like a marriage. We're a team and we complement the, the strengths and weaknesses of each other. So, And that's hard because seven years, that, that relationship has gone up and down and we have to continue to work on that to make sure this works. And I think the pressure and the responsibility we have of both the families that work here and the families of our customer, it, it really challenges us to make sure that relationship is good. So for people listening, again, we've, we've talked about Kajabi, the platform, and we've talked about Kajabi, you and Kenny and the business you've built. Mm-hmm. As for listeners, and, and we'll have listeners around the world, what are there a couple of points you want people to take away from, from this hour that they've invested in listening to us? Yeah, I would like to challenge people to look at the world differently. Do not just think, I'm going to stay in this job. I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep advancing. What if there's something else you're supposed to be doing? Because there's a lot of people that are supposed to stay in that job and continue to get better. But there's some people that are listening to this that have something inside that they know they could share. Whether it's something they went through as a kid and they've overcome it. Whether they're the best in their company at it or they've always wanted to do it as a hobby. Why not start sharing that? 
because you never know what's on the other side. Like I think about Kenny and I starting this company and now all these people work here. And then I think about how much it's affected all my customers' lives. What if we hadn't have gone for it? What would the world have been like? It still would have gone on. Someone still would have came up with something like Kajabi, but it's been powerful to be on this side and to have made that decision because I used to sit in a cubicle wondering, what am I going to do with my life? And yet I had a great career in technology and I was doing great. So I think if people feel that voice inside, you need to do something about it because it may continue to whisper in your ear for a long time. And when you say do something, for some folks that means I'm going to pilot something on Kajabi and it's going to be a hobby. For others, it's I'm going to pilot something and turn it into a business. And yet others are going to say, this is a great tool that I'm going to bring into my company and leverage what I'm already good at within the context of the corporation and build. Because I think about my team here and there's a lot of them that look at it that way they they are constantly trying to improve themselves so that like i said the person that comes in as the programmer can now become the vice president of product i think every company should be run that way to almost like it is its own business and each person at their desk is running their own small business how would you handle your day if it was your business the stuff you're responsible for the the stuff the company is responsible for what if you treated your job like it was your own small business I love that idea. So, Travis, thank you. It's We're going to wrap up now. How would people get a hold of Kajabi? Yeah, you just go to kajabi.com, and I know it's kind of a weird word, and we're saying it on, on the radio, but it's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. And there are free trials and all kinds yeah, of Yeah, yeah, free trials, and, and you get, like, training for the every day of the trial, so by the time you're done, you should have already made money. So there's really there's no risk, really. We'll give you your money back if you ever get charged. You're not happy. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, hopefully you found something interesting either about using Kajabi the platform or about how Travis and Kenny run their business or how you may think about working online and sharing your expertise in a way beyond what you imagined when you joined this conversation. And one of my key takeaways is this idea of we just keep experimenting and those people who succeed are the ones who are willing to stumble, uh, not falling over and ending up bloody, but stumble, stub your toe, whatever phrase you want to use and get up and keep going. And from that, attend to the fact that business is changing and augmenting what you're doing already incredibly successfully with additional online resources, building that platform really does enable us as leaders to continue to refine our business, build stronger relationships with our customers, access knowledge and information that we wouldn't otherwise have done or do it in a more cost-effective way. So I would love to hear your feedback. Innovative leaders driving thriving organizations, either through Voice America or on Facebook or info at metcalf-associates.com. Email me directly. Take care, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us this week. 
Please tune in for another edition of Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to see you here next week. We'll be right back.